Good morning and welcome. It is election day. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com and uh, I hope all of you are have voted or are going to vote. Uh, it's and again, you know what? I'll be honest. I don't care which way you vote, but you should exercise that right to do so. They are saying that it may be a record. Record voter turnout is expected. Over a hundred million people have already voted. They think another fifty million are going to vote uh, sometime today. And then in case you were wondering, the Biden campaign has come out and said, no matter what happens tonight, that under no scenario will Donald Trump be declared a victor on election night. So the, the Biden campaign letting it be known that no matter what the results show today, if they are not winning or the winner, they have no plans on conceding. Uh, and again, I said this yesterday. I don't think there, I don't think we'll have a winner tonight. We'll we'll wait and we'll see. I I think all the polls are wrong again, uh, and mostly because for a couple of reasons. Number one, the polls are biased, and, and they openly poll more Democrats than Republicans. So if you want to, you know, it, it really is very simple. If you just want the answer you want, instead of uh, the actual real answer, you do stuff like this. Hey, let's just poll more Democrats. What could go wrong with that? And you have uh, all of these polls, again, just like last year, and and, and I think there's a huge majority of, of Trump supporters that don't want to advertise that they're Trump supporters, uh, won't answer the questions. And, and, and again, I can't blame them. The, the left has gotten violent and nasty and angry, and it's sad because if you don't believe what they believe, apparently you don't have a right to your own thoughts and your own you know, to your own freedoms. And we see this now, right? Look at coronavirus. It's a, it's a great example. It's a great example of, hey, if you don't do uh, agree to have your liberties taken from you, you're a bad person. And, and they're going to let you know it. And they'll come out and, you know, we saw uh, all the anarchists on the left out there looting and rioting. And I expect, uh, unfortunately, more of the same uh, from the left uh, tomorrow and throughout the, the rest of the week, throughout the rest of the month. I think we could be in for a, a long, long dragged out process. But having said that, you know, I, I don't know, but uh, I think Trump's winning Arizona, Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. I think he's winning them all. Michigan and, and Wisconsin, I'm not sure. But it, but if he wins the ones I just said, he could lose Michigan and Wisconsin and still be uh, the guy. I think he's going to be – I think I'll have less this time around. You know, in the Electoral College, I think the number will be uh, around 280. But you only need 270 to win. But I don't think the Democrats are, are going to 
give in to that, and I think we're going to see a lot of violence. I don't like it. It's unfortunate, uh, but but I think this is what a lot of us are relegated to. By the way, for the first time ever, 1360 KHNC, we will have our own election coverage. Not only will we have our own elect- uh, election coverage going on, uh, it, it, it will definitely by 6 p.m. Uh, mountain time, and Air- also Arizona, Colorado, we're on the same time now, uh, 6 p.m. Arizona time, may even be 5. They're, they're, they're debating because they don't want to be on too early. They want some of the polls to close. But this event at the 1360 Studios will be live streamed. So if you go to the 1360 Facebook page, uh, you'll be able to watch uh, the the live stream event. Uh, this will be our, uh, we've live streamed a couple of segments here in the past. We've been testing this, uh, but you'll see a lot more live streaming coming out of the KHNC studios uh, we've been doing a lot of work. I say we. I haven't done any of the work. Uh, but uh, Steve Stars and uh, the guys from Liberty Revolt, Jason, Brian, and, and Jack uh, have all had a, a, a big part in what we're doing. But we're going to have, I think we're going to have Liberty Revolt. Uh, we're going to have Steve Stars, Rick Rodriguez, uh, Jason, I think Jason, and, and possibly Brian as well. So we're going to be having our first ever uh, live stream election coverage uh, starting, I'll say at 6 o'clock, but it probably will start a little earlier than that. But 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 by 6 o'clock, uh, go out to our 1360 Facebook page. If you don't know how to find it, just go to 1360khnc.com uh, and hit, hit that F, the letter F up there on the corner uh, and like our Facebook page and you too. Uh, can follow along and see all the progress that we've made uh, with our live streaming. Uh, we're adding green screens. I mean, we're doing all kinds. Of, I mean, it's crazy. We're we're actually uh, uh, becoming cutting edge in the in the radio industry. So I hope all of you uh, will enjoy that. It gives you something different, right? Than the than the mainstream media. Uh, different spins and talking points uh, at 1360 KHNC. Uh, we'll be back right after the break. We're going to be focusing not on the election, but on your financial institutions when we return. 800-951-0592. Before we uh, get to the banks here, by the way, uh, major news here regarding your financial institution. So uh, stick with us. Uh, but William in Monument, Colorado, I'm looking for you. I would like you to call us here at the Patriot offices. Uh, you sent back a couple of $20 gold pieces uh, and we, we want uh, us to, to switch them out. Please call us 800-951-0592 and we can get that handled for you. So, uh, having said that, that being done, I'm not going to talk about the election. I'm going to try not to talk about the election for the rest of the show. I know that's what everybody wants to hear, but it doesn't matter. And, and I've said this, and it does, but it does, right? I would like us to have four more years before uh, we have 
Well, as uh, Jeffrey Gunlot said, actual revolution in the United States. It's coming. You can feel it. You know it. The the powers that be, uh, you know, socialism, the anarchy, all of this stuff, the rioting, the looting, uh, the 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 elimination of law and order, uh, the morality of this country is under attack, and, and it's going down this path. And believe me, a financial crisis is going to go with it. Rest assured of that. And I already know what they're going to tell you the solution is, right? That's going to be the digital dollar, the digital currency. By the way, we're falling even farther behind. So China's already made it official uh, the other day, and, I, and I'll, I'll see if I can get to it today. Just wanted to let you know the European Union. You know, remember, they trademarked the digital euro. I told you that a few weeks ago. Uh, they've made it official. They're, they're absolutely uh, going to be launching a digital currency as well. But I want to talk about how healthy are our institutions. You know, we've got to have your money in the bank. We know this. You've got to pay your bills. And believe me, there's some people out there. There's some sovereign citizens out there. Not very many. Uh, because it's so hard of a lifestyle. But the vast majority, 99.9% of us, you know, we, we, we have a bank account. A lot of jobs. And I would venture to say the vast majority of the jobs out there, if you don't have a bank account, you can't be hired. Because companies will be, we only pay via direct deposit. Period. So, oh, you don't have a bank account? Well, you're not hired. I mean, that's just how it is. Uh, they don't even write paper checks. So you have to have it. I want to remind everybody, whether or not you prepare by buying gold, that's up to you. I hope you do, and I hope you do it with us. But under no circumstance should you exceed the FDIC limits on what they say is insured money. Now, that we're going to get to that in a minute because that's not quite the case anymore. Uh, because of the financial crisis, they raised the FDIC insurance limits from 100000 to 250000 Again, a ploy to make you feel better. Now, it sounds great. You know, when you buy insurance, i.e. car insurance, life insurance, medical insurance, it kind of comes with a, a thing that, hey, if I have an accident or, you know, if I got to uh, go see the doctor or, heaven forbid, uh, my, my spouse passes away, you get a benefit. Right? Same thing when, when you buy wealth insurance with gold, right? When you buy gold. You get a benefit. Your money's not in the system. And you can redeem it at any point in time for Federal Reserve notes or in the future electronic dollars or whatever it may be. But this FDIC insurance, it used to be real. See, the FDIC, they charge banks a small little fee. And they do it every month. And these banks pay into the system. 
If you're a small business owner, you know what I'm talking about, right? We pay 6.2% of our employees' payroll tax, right? And we pay, we, we pay workers' comp. We pay unemployment insurance, right? We pay those things. And then the event that you have to lay somebody off or they get hurt on the job or something like that, the fund is there for them to collect. Well, the FDIC does the same thing. And the banks pay into this fund. The fund has roughly $30 billion in it. Now, sounds like a lot of money. And again, you know, I always wonder if the FDIC, does the, do they actually have it? Or do they buy treasury bills with it, you know, and, and loan it back to the government? That's my guess is they probably loan it back to the government. But it's irrelevant. You know, there's a, a spreadsheet with a dollar value on it. And it used to work out really well. See, for decades and decades, banks were only allowed to get so big. Very rarely was a bank ever big enough to exceed the amount of money that was actually in the FDIC fund. And if it did, it was still reasonable, right? You know, maybe the FDIC could go borrow five or ten billion dollars from the federal government uh, for, for a little bit to make up for it. But, of course, they changed all the rules, and we know this, and we, this is how we got the mega banks. Uh, and I use the Valley National Bank story. You, you've heard me tell it a million times. Uh, the reason why they're no longer, there's no longer a Valley National Bank or a Bank One right, is because they changed the rules to allow the banks to get bigger. And the banks have just been gobbling each other up. Now we don't even have 5,000 banks left in the country. But what it's done now, it's made the FDIC insurance almost illegitimate. I mean, just one bank, J.P. Morgan, they've got $2 trillion of deposits. So could you imagine the FDIC <laughs> trying to parcel out $30, $40 billion to people with $2 trillion worth of deposits, right? I mean, the math is so far off, it doesn't even work. I mean, they've got, they've got over $2 trillion worth of deposits. I mean, the FDIC uh, has about 1.5% of total deposits. So could you imagine, hey, uh... How about 1.5% of what she actually had? And so this is why it's so important that the soundness of these institutions are known. So people can act accordingly. But the Federal Reserve deliberately protects these massive institutions to try to prevent you from knowing. They allow them to lie and cheat and steal. And if you don't believe me, uh, look at J.P. Morgan. They've been already convicted of five felonies, five felonies. And yet they're allowed uh, to, to conduct the treasury auctions for the Federal Reserve, right? So the Federal Reserve can, quote, unquote, keep paying them some money.
But I've been educating you about how there's no way these banks are sound. It's not possible. But how do you say? How can it be? And I, and I simply say, look at commercial real estate. I don't make these numbers up. 30% of commercial real estate isn't being paid for right now. So when you think about it, you're like, well, wait a minute. The bank's got to be taking huge losses. Of course, right now they don't have to because there's a quote-unquote moratorium. But we're already starting to see some of these holders of this commercial real estate starting to file bankruptcy. And, of course, the central bank is allowing these big banks to not set aside loan loss preserves uh, reserves that they actually need to, to set aside. But don't take my word for it. Bloomberg had a big article out yesterday. The biggest U.S. banks aren't as strong as they appear. And really, the biggest ones are all that matter. You take the, the, the top 10 banks, and you've got 93% of all U.S. deposits. Just in 10 banks. So really, when I tell you, we don't even have 5,000 banks. Really, what I'm telling you is we got about 10. We got about 10. Although the six biggest banks, leverage radios reported at the end of June, averaged almost two percentage points above the regulatory minimum, they actually would have been only 84 basis points above that without relief measures, according to America's for financial report uh, 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 for, for a financial reform in a report in a report release I'll get there released yesterday. So here's what they're saying. See the banks, they file all these reports. they have all these stress tests. And of course, I've educated you how our, our Federal Reserve allows them to, to cheat on the test. But now, the Americans for financial reform are saying, hey, wait a minute, we got a problem here. This buffer zone for just the six largest banks is a whole lot smaller than what they've been reporting to us in public. In other words, the margin for error at these institutions is much smaller than we previously thought. See, and this is also why they need the, uh, the, the next round of stimulus. Their, their hope is we can get more stimulus out there and we can get some of these people that aren't paying to, to use the stimulus money to catch up on their bills. Regulators have allowed banks to delay the hit to their capital ratios from billions and billions of dollars in loan loss provisions that they've put aside this year. Massive increases in their holdings of cash and treasuries are also 
temporarily excluded from the calculation of the leverage ratio, which has become the binding constraint for the largest banks during the pandemic. In other words, simply put, the Federal Reserve and all the regulators, the SEC, the FDIC, they're all allowing the banks to not follow the rules. Now, they laid out these rules very simply. Oh, they did. I mean, they created Dodd-Frank. I didn't create it. You didn't create it. And remember, anything Congress passes, the banks wrote the legislation. This is what you agreed to. You promised us. Oh, we'll never do it again, Double. We're so sorry. Just bail us out this one time. Of course, now, they did get smarter. See, they know the, the, the central bank and the government can't bail us out. Because let's face it, if J.P. Morgan goes under, Goldman Sachs goes under, Citigroup goes under, BMA goes under, blah, you, you know, the daisy chain. They're not going to bail out banks to the tune of $20 trillion. Mm-mm. They know exactly who they're going to get it from. 800-951-0592. Now, these people, they don't go as far as I do. Because I'm telling you, they're not solvent. There's no way. Now, of course, they could stay solvent by more bailouts, right? Just keep giving businesses money and uh, allow them to uh, try to pay the rent or what have you. Keep allowing businesses to not pay, right? But call it, you know, a moratorium. But according to the group, they're like, hey, listen, you're the capital position. Now, remember, these are the, just the six largest banks. Their capital position, their actual capital position, by law. Because, you know, they've got all these laws that, quote, unquote, protect us. The problem is, when we need that protection, the law changes. See, and this is kind of the problem, and this isn't a law from Congress. Congress has no say in this. This is banking law. And they can just change their minds whenever they like. And the second there's trouble, they allow for these institutions. Well, I know we said you had to do this, but we'll, we're going to waive that for now. But according to the advocacy group, right now, none of the lit, the six largest banks, by law, should be allowed to buy back their own stock or have a dividend. See, when their ratio gets too low, in other words, when their cash position gets too low, they can't do those things. The, the government says, or the, the, the banking industry says, okay, hey, you're in danger here. There's not enough cushion here. No more buying back your stock. No more dividends. Now, all as the Federal Reserve has said is, well, you know, we've got formulas. You know, you got to check with us. But the advocacy group says, hey, there's no need to check here. They don't have enough money set aside. Now, they say this. I want to I be fair. Because I'm telling you, they're really insolvent right now. 
They're, they're saying we are not in a 2008 situation where the major banks are fi- facing financial collapse. But we're going into an uncertain future due to the pandemic, and the big banks aren't in as good a shape as they appear to be. I think that's being kind. But let me read from you the rules that go into effect on December the 1st for your FDIC insurance. And I and I shared this with you, you know, a week and a half ago. But for those of you that missed it, for those of you that think this can't be right, for those of you that think that it can't be true, here's a prime example of them simply changing the rules. You agree to cooperate fully with us. This is your bank. The us is your bank. And the FDIC in connection with determining the insured status of funds in such accounts at any time. What do you mean? Determining the insured status. I thought you said it was insured for up to 250000 By the way, never have more than 250000 in any bank. And what I mean by that, they, they pool all your accounts. So if you have five accounts with the same, well, one's a money market and one's a savings and one's a check, no, that's all one account. The only way not to go over the 250 is you got to go to a totally different bank. Not a different branch, a different bank. Of course, my suggestion to you, if you have more than 250000 call Patriot and put the rest of it in gold. I think that's a great idea. Probably should do more than that even. But let me continue. This, By the way, this goes into effect December the 1st, 2020. And you can go out to the FDIC's website and read all about it by the way this particular section uh it's section 370 in case you wanted to know um that's a lot of scrolling because it starts out with section one right we're talking about section 370 in the event the bank fails and the fdic is appointed as its receiver So the bank goes into receivership. You agree to provide the FDIC with the information described above in the required format within 24 hours of bank failure for all of your accounts with any transactional features and any other accounts with which you need rapid access. Hmm. My first question is, what if I have an account that I don't need, quote-unquote, rapid access to? That's the first thing that jumps out of my mind. The second thing is, if the bank gets placed in receivership, I got 24 hours to give them some kind of form in the format that they like. Did the, 
Do I have the form? No. How do I get the form? How would I even know I need the form? Well, apparently, you know, the banks notified everybody, by the way. Uh, this one bank, who I'm not going to say who it is, was the only bank so far that anybody has sent me where they deliberately made it known to you. In other words, they didn't try to hide it. They didn't hide it in the, the small print of the bank statement. They actually sent out an individual pamphlet with this information. I'm reading it from them. And I'm like, you know, this is nonsense, right? A bank fails. Could you imagine J.P. Morgan fails? What, you need 30 million people to notify the FDIC within 24 hours? The, every Dude, the FDIC, they couldn't even handle that amount. It would crash. It would be impossible. It's impossible. Of course, maybe that's how they wanted it to be. And, of course, all the accounts that have any transactions, no transactions, they don't want, we want everything. As soon as the FDIC is appointed, a hold or a freeze may be placed on your account so the FDIC can conduct a deposit insurance determination. I'll let you think about that while you're over the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. So much for me saying I don't think the Dow and everything's going to be kind of calm Monday and Tuesday. Uh, everything's up, up big. Gold gold and silver up big again. Uh, gold's up 17, 19, 10. Silver's up another 40 cents, uh, $24.5. Dow's up 600 points. Uh, the 10 year note, by the way, let's just keep our eyes on that. Uh, 0.892 getting closer and closer to that horrible 1%. Uh, but we are talking about changes to the FDIC insurance, which most of us just assumed, Hey, if, you know, let's face it. The vast majority of Americans don't have 250,000. Shouldn't have to do anything. I'm covered. That's what they want you to believe. But apparently, you're covered, kind of. So as soon as the FDIC is appointed, a hold or a freeze may be placed on your account. Because the FDIC is going to conduct what they're calling Deposit insurance determination. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a look, take a little look see here. How much money do you really need? I mean, that's what they're saying. Hey, and you know, I know that you worked hard and you lived within your means, and actually, apparently, according to your bank records, you lived below your means. You could have spent more. You could have bought a bigger house. You could have bought a more expensive car. Right? You could have went on better vacations. How dare you have money in the bank? But because you did this, we're going we're gonna to take a look. That hold or freeze 
will not be released until the FDIC obtains the information required to enable the FDIC to calculate the deposit insurance. By the way, I am reading verbatim, word for word, the notification sent from this bank to one of our clients. All of us have received this. I have yet to see it. I haven't received it here at Patriot. I haven't received it at my house. And by the way, I bank at one of the six largest banks. Okay? So I do. They hide it. None of these banks have to do it the way this bank did. None of them. Now, I wonder. I don't go into my bank, and most people, we don't go. You're not even allowed in. I'm sure they probably got a nice little stack of leaflets there for you. But this is it. It's incredible. So now you need to have the FDIC has to have your information to calculate the deposit insurance. What kind of calculation? I don't know. It doesn't say. You understand and agree that your failure to provide the required information to the FDIC may result in a delay in receipt of insured funds by the beneficial owner and legal claims against you from the beneficial owners. This agreement, by the way, that's for, you know, if somebody is uh, the overseer. Maybe you got a trust. Maybe your brother or your sister or your your cousin or your aunt or your uncle overseas. They're saying, hey, whoever whoever's responsible. And by the way, uh, if... If you're responsible and the siblings or somebody else comes after us, it's your fault, right? So they're just letting you know it's your failure. That will result in the delay in receipt of insured funds. This agreement survives after the FDIC is appointed as our receiver, and as a result... The FDIC shall be entitled to enforce the terms of this section by keeping your account open after December 1st, 2020. You have agreed to this amendment. And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. So now we're learning that the FDIC insurance may not be what it appears to be. That they're going to do a calculation. You know, my, my fear is, my fear. Now, so that, that's the facts of what it says. My interpretation of it is, hey, you poor people, you people that have no money, you're okay. You got a thousand bucks in your checking account, you're okay. That's my guess. But for people that have maybe you have fifty thousand, 
and a couple of accounts. Maybe he got a hundred. Maybe he got more. The FDIC, it sounds like, they're going to come in there and they're going to check out your financial situation and determine how much quote-unquote rapid access to money you really need. I mean, could you imagine, hey, I've got a hundred grand. Yeah, well, we think that you could have access to ten. But that that's enough. I mean uh, but that's that's what I fear. I mean that's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I've got two smaller specials. Uh, the, I'll do the best one first. I've got forty twenty dollar liberties. They're at twenty one and a quarter, so you're going to save thirty bucks today. By the way, gold's up another seventeen, uh, just at uh, nineteen. I think it's nineteen oh nine, nineteen oh eight, something like that. Uh, they're 21 and a quarter, saving $30. I've only got 40. Then I've got 50 $10 liberties, 50 of the, uh, $10 liberties. And those are at a thousand seventy-five thousand seventy-five on the $10 liberties at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. We checked with the Bullion Bank this morning. Uh, they are still accepting orders for Silver Eagles. Uh, remember, this is about two week delivery time. They won't be there this Monday, but the following Monday. But again, you know, think about it. when we we started this last round here. I think we 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 ran them at five ninety. Then it was five ninety five. Then it was six hundred six ten. Today six fifteen. Uh, silver's up another forty cents at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Just understand what the FDIC rules are. Now we know. So then you now you need to determine. Okay, you know you got to have money in the bank, and 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 like a lot of us, hey, well, I like to have. You know, a certain amount of money in there never have more than the two hundred and fifty thousand. But now it appears, it appears that they're going to do some kind of calculation. If you have a lot of money, I'm assuming, and determine how much access to that money you need. See, because again, they can't actually give you the money. Because they don't have it. And they can't go to the government for it. Because it's trillions of dollars. They're short trillions of dollars. The six largest banks combined are probably short, I don't know, $12 trillion. Maybe between 10 and $12 trillion short on FDIC deposit insurance. I mean, that's just what they're short. So it, it makes sense to me that they're going to try to withhold having to pay everybody what they need. I'm making an assumption that the people that have not a lot of money will get theirs 
and anybody that they deem, well, you don't really need that much. You know, uh, your mortgage is X and your car payment's Y and blah, you know, this. You don't need this 100000 You know, you're still working. Uh, well, let's, you, you can have access to about 10. And I'm making up that amount. I don't know. I don't know. But it seems like that's how it's written, doesn't it? I mean, kind of looks that's what it's going to And you got to notify them in 24 hours. And we're going to freeze your account. 800-951-0592. Have a safe election day. God bless everybody. Let's hope for civility. It's going to be an interesting show tomorrow. Uh, By the way, when we talk tomorrow, I'll let you know what it's going to be in the state of Michigan if you want to go out to eat. That one's really interesting. Uh, The Orwellian prophecies are alive and well. Patriot Radio News Hour. See everybody tomorrow.